Howdy, howdy, howdy. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Anytime, anytime anybody's like, how are you doing? Uh, my response is just like, I, I don't know. Do you know how you're doing? I, uh, yeah. how's, how's anybody doing? I My know. favorite response is uh, is this gif from Ilana from Broad City where she goes, how am I? And she puts quotes around the am. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I God. I love her. Jesus. Oh God. Have you ever watched that oh, show? Oh yes. In fact, I might go back and oh, watch good. it again from the beginning. Um, so it's yeah, so soothing. People had. Ch- I watch a shit ton of Broadway. I I, <laughs> I I know I've missed some episodes too because it was sort of like I was recording it, but then it was on Hulu. Like I wasn't sure what season I was in for a little while. It's fine. I'll go and unravel it. But um, when I first started <laughs> watching it, it was on the um, it was uh, uh, the web series, and I didn't love. There was oh, a yeah. different tone to the web series, which is fine. Everybody still loved that. That's obviously why they got the series. Um, but it did not resonate with me the way the TV one did. And then when I was in it, I was like, okay, I get it. <laughs> I get it. I smell what you're <laughs> stepping in, ladies. Um, and then when Hannibal Burris was on there, oh, God. Oh, my God. He's perfect. I just love him. Do you know um, when my friend Kelly – what's up? Shout out to Kelly Nichols. Um she was doing stand up back in the day and she took me to uh, an open mic at the back of Otto's shrunken head, which is a, a dirty tiki bar on the, on um, the East East side over by uh, like, like on the Bowery. No, no, it's like 14th and first or something. It's over by Stuyvesant town. So, um, gotcha. So and I've seen a million things here and the back room is not really good for performances. Like it's far too small. Um, and when comedians do open mics, it's usually maybe two people in the room who aren't comedians, comics, whatever you want to call. And then everyone else is comics. So they are waiting for their five minutes and their faces are like buried in their notebook or they're taking notes on their phone. So they're not super paying mm-hmm. attention to each other. And this room is so close that you can't hide anywhere. And also, I don't know if you guys know this about me, but I laugh really loud. <laughs> So when something's funny, I lose my shit. And then when things aren't funny, I I go, ha ha. <laughs> I feel like I should be responding. And it sounds so sarcastic and shitty that it's worse than if I was not laughing at all. <laughs> so it's her and me and like eight other dudes in the audience. And Hannibal Burris, he apparently spent maybe six months crashing on his sister's couch when he was, he like was going to move to New York and he wound up in LA. Um, I've heard him talk about this on a, on a um, show, but I remember being like, A, this guy is really funny. B, that name is very memorable. So in a couple of years when he started to get famous, I was like, oh, 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 right. I was in a dirty back room at the back of uh, Otto Shunken Head. I'm a clack. Did you know that that's actually a thing? That was, again, came out of Shakespearean times, I believe. They would hire audience members, C-L-A-Q-U-E, and I am happy to be your clack anywhere. I am for hire. (laughs) Anytime anyone tells me that they love hearing me in the audience, I'm like, I'm actually very cheap. I will come to all of your shows and sit in the back, and I will hoot and holler, and I will, you know, I will teach the people around me how to respond. Um, and people are always like, ha, ha, ha. And I'm like, mm, I'm providing a valuable service. So 
<laughs> you can comp me or not, exactly. but like you're lost. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> that is an underrated career. <laughs> Maybe that's what I'll do in this weird moment in time. <laughs> if you if you pay me five bucks, I'll like show up on your Instagram live, and I'm like, oh my god, this is amazing! Oh my god, how do I t- send me your Venmo? Put your Venmo up. I need to tip you. <laughs> oh my god, I fucking love you. Just five dollars. I come real cheap. Can you imagine if you put that up on Fiverr? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I should just start putting anything up on Fiverr. Like, I'll call you in the morning and tell you you look pretty. That's valuable, right? (gasps) That is so valuable. I'll call you and tell you everything. Oh, my God. Oh, yes, please. I'm going to Venmo you immediately. (laughs) Five bucks. (laughs) Five bucks. Sorry. I was filing my nails, and I think some of my nail dust got in my mouth. Um, Hang on a second. <laughs> Hoff at seven thirty eight. Wait, but also I might not want to cut that because it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. I don't know. It just the dust just kicked up. You know that's what dust is, right? Dust is little pieces of our bodies that has fallen off. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. In case you'd like to be more grossed out by the current <laughs> I don't know. You... Dust is just your feet and your hair and your oh, body yeah. falling right, apart. Right now it's mostly my scalp. I don't know what's happening with my scalp. I just plugged the humidifier back in. But like I was I, oh, I was no. sitting <laughs> sitting on my couch and I was just playing with my hair, which I do all the time. And I was wearing my my black shirt from the freezing tassel festival that has the like suggestive snowman on it with the with tassels and yes! um and I looked down and I <laughs> it was like um Ali Sheedy in the breakfast club like I was just like oh no it's snowing what happened and that never I'm not a dandruffy person not that there's anything wrong with that um but it was yeah, jarring yeah. but when it's a change yeah to you, it's I was alarming. like what yes. huh what so then I dumped a bunch of jojoba oil oh, on my no. scalp and things feel better. Rub yep, that yep. shit in. Oh, scalp massage is nice. It's always nice. Oh, I have one of those cheap little those metal me things out. that has all the different. I mean, they do. You should definitely close your eyes I when like you a- use them. I like them. I like them. But it is, it, it is, again, A, way better when someone else is doing it to you. And B, almost inappropriate when somebody else is doing it to you. <laughs> completely yes and also super gross when they're like out at markets and you can see people trying them i'm like that's disgusting (laughs) don't put that a don't do that in public but b like that's somebody else's scalp oils yes and some proprietor that you don't know is doing that to your head and probably for sure With, like, the weird... There's something oh, for everyone. And you're like... <laughs> Sorry, man, I can't get into it. Anyway, it, the, the whole scenario is uh, is mm. pretty creepy, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially when it's, like, a kiosk in a mall. And there's, like, one of those barky, flippy dogs right next to it. So it's like... <laughs> and then it flips. And then you can hear its little motorized body being like... Eek, 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 eek,
And then some other fucker's got one of those indoor, like, plane drones that they keep flying around your head. Really relaxing. You are... <laughs> you are actively describing the law... defunct KB toys oh, that I grew oh, up with. Yes! And they ah. have, and it would have like a weird kitty pool out in the front with all the weird water toys. So there was like a little man rowing a boat. Yeah. KB toys. <laughs> yeah, KB toys KB toys was like the windowless van of toy stores. has happened to my mall oh no what okay so you know it had its anchor stores and once upon a time its anchor stores were a sears and a jc penny and a kmart oddly oh that's uh that's a low rent mall oh yeah well i'm from the fucking boonies all right our mall was so piddly it was so piddly and uh and eventually a bonton and a bonton if you don't know what that is Congratulations, it's really only in Pennsylvania. Oh, like, did, I thought they all went out of business. Uh, they did. Well, because oh. all of the anchor, so m- the mall became so abandoned that nobody was buying the leases oh. for the giant stores that had shuttered. No. Uh, the one weird thing that happened was that the pennies turned into an antique place. Oh. So imagine a giant oh. apartment store. Ah! Full of old shit. <laughs> Full of old haunted shit, no less. Oh, God. <laughs> With, like, the Arizona logo barely scraped off the wall. <laughs> <laughs> and so what ultimately happened is the Sears, uh, the, the ceiling fell in. <gasps> no. The ceiling fell in. There's fucking wildlife in there. All of the mall is abandoned except the Coles, which took over for Kmart. A Kohl's and the antique store. And pretty much any further that you go is at your own risk. <laughs> that's amazing. Oh, that's so amazing. R.I.P. Oh. R.I.P. Phillipsburg Mall. Oh, I bet it smelled terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, I had some good days there. Yeah. Oh, we had, so we had what a. What was the mall? Um, so we had a strip mall in Virginia, which like had had a Winn-Dixie in it when I was younger. And then later, it became this what place. What is a Winn Dixie actually? Eh, what isn't a Winn Dixie? It's a. <laughs> okay. It's like a food lion. It's like a food oh, lion. I don't know what a food lion does either. That's okay. I'm just going to keep. I mean, I thought it was just off. a grocery store. <laughs> no, it's just a grocery store. Winn Dixie is a grocery store. Um, okay, good. That's it's what I like, it was. Uh, I mean, in Florida, the nice grocery store is Publix, and Winn Dixie is the cheaper option, which is just fine. It's fine. It's just a grocery store, but it's like. Eh. Anyway, um, when when we were going when I was little, it was still like really seventies looking on the inside. And then when it renovated, um, it was I think maybe it was like a church for a while. It was it was one of those strip malls where it was like really struggling. And then it became Granny's Garage Sale. And what it was, it was the first time I'd ever seen anybody divide a big place into little stalls, like a like a flea market, but it was higher, it was upscale. So um, it was curated. So they didn't just let anybody come Ooh. in and sell their, like, buckwheat pillows and their bulk. 
random. I mean, have you been to a flea market lately? That is a weird hot item. I don't understand it. What? It's a, bu- it's a pillow with buckwheat in it. It's supposed to be good for your neck. Who the fuck knows? I don't know. It's something someone's cousin talked someone into selling at a flea market. really like really nice vintage hats and stuff and because it was virginia Ah. in the early mid 90s um things were still wildly affordable even as a high schooler who barely had any money so uh we would go and just bop around the different stalls and i remember there was um a subway sign like a real new york subway sign and my heart shattered into a million pieces because it was a way too big for my weird house packed full of shit already um, and way too expensive and like heavy. I picked it up and I was like, how do you even put this on a wall? You have to have someone install this. Anyway, um, there was also a cafe and they had really, really good coffee drinks. Like back when it was um, the coffee beanery, not even Starbucks was in our area, but the coffee beanery was like the nice one in the mall. But this was a real person who really knew things about coffee and did not mind that we were like, we would skip school and just go and chain smoke <laughs> and drink tea. <laughs> on like, you fancy bitch. On like weird mismatched <laughs> furniture at one o'clock in the afternoon. Look, what just came to mind is you living my so-called life. Oh, yeah. I mean, I did, though. Except, yeah, except, you did! Except nobody was having any sex. And there was certainly okay. no Jared Leto. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have you seen what that dude's been up to oh, of late? <laughs> I, is, he the, is he the 30 Seconds to Mars guy, or is that somebody else? He's probably uh, running around what? taking himself way too seriously. He started a cult. <gasps> That's what he did. Jared, That's what he did. Jared Leto cult. Jared Leto cult. Oh, on he an, started a cult. On an island. On an island. And which is why, which is why when he came back, he was like, LOL, what's going on? And everyone's like, um, there's a global pandemic. What? Where oh, that's have why. You been? And he's like, that's why he was oh, gone. just elsewhere. <laughs> that's why he was gone. That's it. I just found That's it. I just found a website called kqed.org and it says 30 seconds to Mars is Jared Leto started a cult because of course he did. <laughs> In Croatia. Listen, is, wait, is that what he calls it? What? A cult? 30 seconds to Mars? No, no, no. That's his band. Oh. He's had a band for I'm, a while. I got it. I mean, unshocking, but I yeah, such things. That's fine. You're not missing anything. Um, I had a feeling. (laughs) uh, Ooh. Okay. First of all, Island in Croatia. Listen, do you ever, yes, please. Do you ever watch, um, do you ever watch Island Hunters with Chris Criolo? No. What's that? So it's like, it's like any um, real estate show where they show you three things and you have to buy one of them. And in fact, you have already bought the thing that you're going to buy. And then they just show you two other things. Um, and this guy, he's, it's this Canadian goober, which I'm sorry, Chris Criollo is a real person with a family and feelings. And I understand he's not a very compelling host to take people around to these beautiful islands and be like, do you want to live in this 
place in Costa Rica with this vista that's going to make you piss your pants every day. And he's like, tell me what you're looking for. Is it blah, 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 blah. Oh, you won't be sorry if you get this one. And you're like, oh, who? Why? Anyway, regardless, you can get some cheap ass islands (laughs) in places that are not Croatia. That's where this was coming to. Like, Croatia? An (laughs) island in Croatia? You get to start your own cult tomorrow, Jen. You get to make your own cult. And you know that people are going to follow you. And you're going to have a great time. And you're going to wear weird capes and shit. Are you going to go to an island in Croatia? Or are you going to get one in Nicaragua? Costa Rica. You could have an island. You could have an... like. Almost anywhere. Without boat going to the Soviet bloc. Yes. Yes. I mean, if you get down by Bali, they get really expensive. But, like, I, there's a, there's attainable goals. Like, for $250,000, you could have an island near Costa Rica. And this guy's in Croatia? Does he have a big following in Croatia? Uh, I vote for your... I vote for in whatever the the after is going to be. That's what I'm calling the world in the future. I'm calling oh, it the after. The after. In whatever the after is, I vote for you to be the dynamic, coked-up host of one of those shows. Hello! Hello. Hello. I'm right here for you. Listen. You are! I can I can get that Invisalign. I know that my teeth are a little too crooked for TV, and it's okay. I will get the Invisalign. $2,000, and six months later, this beautiful face can be taking your ass to Nicaragua. To look at islands. Uh, <laughs> like, but I'm fucking gonna, love you. I'm going to have to walk around in an, an umbrella because I get sunburned so much. <laughs> I've been using... I'm imagining... <laughs> since we've been inside so much, I've been amping up the retinol. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> While we're at it. <laughs> May as well. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Before we get into this. We're all over the place. It's fine. The world is chaos. It's this fine. is a nice thing. It's fine. Um, they know how to. They know how to turn off their their iPods. <laughs> Do people use iPods anymore? <laughs> people Today, know, people can unplug their Zoom if they don't want to listen to us anymore. I'm sorry, Jen. I'm interrupting you so much. I could not love you more. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Today, tell me your story. I'm so sorry. <laughs> They're Walkman. Uh, uh, Today in in unreasonable pandemic purchases, I received my beau baton fleur de liqueur hat. (gasps) Oh my god! I'm gonna wear it all the time. Oh my god! You're a Vila. Oh, why didn't I see this coming? Yep. Oh my god. What is your m- most uh unreasonable pandemic purchase? Oh, n- absolutely nothing. I had a complete flip out when I lost all of my gigs. <laughs> I bought yeah. well, fair. I bought fair. diarrhea medication for my cat. <laughs> and and, and I some had to Splurgy McSplurgerton over here is doing. <laughs> She's trying to keep her cat from shitting on her bed. <laughs> 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 
I guess I need to I need to treat myself. <laughs> oh my god. Oh fuck. Oh, oh that's that was very sad. <laughs> I thought I thought that I had put a tripod in my cart because the other day when I was trying to do like a selfie like a selfie photo shoot. I I broke my I broke my tripod and I was like oh maybe I'll get this and I thought I put it in the cart and I didn't so when so when that box came and it was like oh here are my here are my pink nitrile gloves and here is my cat's <laughs> ass medication I forgot already <laughs> they're very sexy by the way the pink nitrile gloves don't have anything to do with my cat's ass I want to make that really clear. Read me a story, oh bitch. Alright, this is a quick one and it's so fucked up. Are you ready? I am ready. This is from Gird Your Lions. <gasps> I love it. Yeah, right? Ugh. Also, I watched all of Tiger King. Yes! <laughs> That's the actual scary story. Wow, I watched all since of I King. told you that like two days ago, three yep, days ago? Two days ago. Oh, man. Two, no, just two, I think. Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> Who, yep. What day is it? Go on, sorry. Today. Uh, Friday. <laughs> it's Friday. It's Friday. The only reason I, know I was like, that's because I'm programming these. I was like, that's crazy. It's not Friday. Mm. Okay. It's Friday. We're in love. Read me. A okay. Story. I am Heard in love. I'm in love with you. <laughs> Are you ready? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> My boyfriend and I are both outdoorsy people and love to go camping. We usually go quite a few times in the summer, but the absolute best is during the fall. Mm. The colors are beautiful, it's not too cold out yet, and there's less competition for camping spots. A few years ago, we took a fall camping trip up the north shore of Lake Superior on the Superior Hiking Trail. It was early October and the colors were amazing, but it was starting to get really cold at night, so there weren't a lot of other people around. We stayed at sites around Tedegouche State Park, which is pretty popular, but we only came across other campers once on the first day. It was so nice, like having our own nature reserve. We were backpacking, so everything we needed for the weekend was brought with us. At night, we'd have a nice cook fire, pull up, that's not a word, we'd have a nice cook fire, pull our food bag on a rope up onto a tree to protect it from bears and zip ourselves into our two-person tent with our back. Oh man, gear. this is real camping. I have not gone this real camping. This is real like actual this. camping. Yeah, I've never done anything where you had to like protect your food from bears and possibly like poop in a ditch. This is not <laughs> I'm I'm already terrified. Go on. <laughs> it's it, it's going to get better. <laughs> Sunday after <laughs> Sunday afternoon as we were driving back to face the reality of laundry and work on Monday. I was flipping through the photos on our digital camera. Oh, no. Pretty <clears throat> pretty fall colors, sunset over <gasps> the lake, a picture of the boyfriend at the top of an overlook, and then my stomach felt like it was filled with a bucket of ice. No! There was a photo <gasps> of us taken at night while we were sleeping no! in our tent. <clears throat> in the tent? In the tent, someone opened. Oh, my God. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Nope, 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 nope. Oh. Is that it? Is that the whole thing? That's it. That's it. That's the tweet. No. Huh? No. No. I mean, also, 
what a fabulous prank to pull on somebody. But how... Oh, my you God. You have to be a yes. sociopath to do that, though, because it is totally possible that somebody could wake up and murder you. Oh, yeah. Yes. You, Absolutely. You Why would they not? a thrill-seeking personality if that is your thing. No. I, I, I have to also read you one of the comments says, what? But... The username is question mark filth cunt flower boy question mark. <laughs> uh, self cunt self cunt s e l f filth oh filth like you are filthy filth Fil- cunt flower boy oh, and it's b o i filth cunt <laughs> filth cunt flower boy oh I want to be friends with that person shit that's amazing oh my god it's just what <laughs> sometimes that's all that there is to say. <laughs> What? <laughs> wow, wow. Wow. Uh, what a journey. What a journey. Uh, uh, okay, all right. This one is um, a little bit long, but I remember really liking it. There's also photography, so maybe we could like um, – I don't think it's integral to the story, though. <coughs> um. Or up, 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 up. All hail the glow cloud um, is the user. And that is a reference to that podcast that I, everybody know, listens to. Wait, I don't. Um, What's a glow cloud? Oh, great. (laughs) In today's episode of Lillian and Jen Don't Know Fandoms. No, 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 no. I mean, I, I hear, oh, here, it's from, it's from, um, Welcome to Night Vale, which is Uh, a fiction. Is that audio fiction? Yeah, it's audio fiction. And, and it's told at least at the beginning in a series of, oh, maybe this would be interesting to go back and listen to because it's not, it's like an alien invasion, but you find out, or I think you find out about something weird happening in the town, but through, um, uh, like news reel clips. So, yeah, uh, like some fucking war of the world shit. I think so. But it might be it might actually be like the people who have taken over are already infiltrating. Anyway, whatever. I'm explaining this so poorly (laughs) and it has nothing to do with what I'm about to do. Okay. Focus, Lillian. Focus. I told a very condensed version of this in a comment to one of the Jez Horror Stories posts maybe five years ago, so I'm submitting this now with bonus picks. Back in 2003 or so, I took a trip in Southeast Asia with my then-boyfriend, now-husband. We've been together for only a year or two at this point, and this was the first time I was going to meet the extended family as well as visiting this country, so it was quite a big deal. We flew to a city in the central region where his paternal grandfather lived. Grandmother. Um, The hub seemed unusually nervous on the airplane, which was odd as he's not usually an anxious person. After we arrived and took the taxi for the for the hour long drive into the city, can you imagine having to take a taxi for an hour from the from the airport? Barf. Uh, <laughs> he turned to me and warned me very seriously not to freak out, but his grandmother's house was haunted. Okay, sir, that is a terrible time to tell somebody that. That is terrible. You're a dick. What a dick. <laughs> what a dick. I know it's 2003 and they didn't have Airbnb, but they could have stayed somewhere else. Anyway, and uh, well, I mean this. She was stoked, though. I'm a huge fan of horror stories and cinema, so I was like, cool, all caps, exclamation point. He obviously did not agree, but he didn't want to talk about it further, so he only mentioned that this ghost or ghosts seemed to have it out for him when he was a child growing up in his mother's house. Grandmother's. 
His grandmother's house, it turned out, was in, in an ancient part of the city. Residential construction in these urban regions tends to be concrete shoebox-type deals stacked on top of each other. Her house is located right next to the river, which floods regularly every year during monsoon season. <laughs> Great. So her Oh, my. Her house was oppressively dark with co- cracked concrete floors and discolored flood marks high on every wall of the first floor. It was a creepy house, even for a non-believer like me. There was a staircase in the back of the house that split off in opposite directions. One went upstairs to a spare bedroom that overlooked the roof and the other to a room housing a very large Buddhist shrine, as Grandma was a very devout woman. According to the hubs, when he was a child, he'd seen a bright orb flash from the shrine room down the stairs and up the steps to the bedroom. He also recalled being terrified as a very young child by things he couldn't articulate. His relatives told us stories of him sometimes rushing out of a room where he'd been by himself screaming in terror at something that had frightened him badly. Other relatives told me of seeing figures walking around the house or hearing footsteps and voices when they were there by themselves. And then she shows two pictures of the staircase. Uh, I mean, it's a creepy looking staircase, but I don't think people need to see. It's just a staircase. Um, Got it. We stayed in the spare bedroom, which was through a door and up a set of steep concrete steps, almost like a loft. The room overlooked the roofs of neighboring houses, and we'd have been quite comfortable, except I got very ill almost immediately with food poisoning and a whole bunch of TMI things and started spending a lot of time up there by myself. The first day I was reading a book upstairs. I heard my name called very clearly, but it sounded far away like someone was calling me from downstairs. I went went down and found the house completely empty. Everyone had gone out. I brushed it off as it was very quiet inside the house and could well have just been my imagination and went back upstairs. Later it occurred to me <clears throat> Later it occurred to me that the silence was odd in itself. Usually the city is noisy with pedestrians and honking motorbikes going by outside, but at the time since I was nauseated and it was very hot and humid, I just wanted to sleep and was happy for the quiet. A while later, I was laying there on the bed facing the staircase when I heard footsteps leading up to the room. They were very loud, unmistakable, hard stomps on every step. I looked up thinking maybe my husband had returned, waiting for him to appear at the top of the steps, but the footsteps just stopped below the top of the stairs. I heard breathing. I heard breathing! I felt someone there. Was was the person just pausing on the steps? What were they even waiting for? What were they even waiting for? I called out. (laughs) And when I got no response, I went over to see who it was. The staircase was empty. I went downstairs again. The house was still deserted. The voices, footsteps, and breathing occurred several more times during the three days we stayed there while I was alone in the room. It got to the point where I just concentrate on my book and refused to look up or acknowledge the sounds or presence in any way. I figured people had been living with this spirit for decade and it had, decades and it hadn't harmed anyone that I knew of, right? I'm sorry, did she miss the part where her husband was screaming in terror as a tiny child? Come on. Oh, my God. Um, I didn't tell my husband at the time since I didn't want to frighten him any more than he already was, and I still wasn't sure if I wasn't just imagining it. Listen, trust yourself. Later, I woke up in the middle of the night. My husband was already awake next to me. The room was unusually dark. Usually streetlights could be seen through the windows, and it was a moonlit night. The staircase was suffocatingly dark. There was a feeling of a heavy, brooding presence at the end of the bed, which was closest to the staircase. Watching us. We've forced ourselves to go back to sleep because what the hell else were we supposed to do about a creepster ghost watching us? LOL! Misplaced LOL. 
That's <laughs> like in your story with the girl with the dog when she was like, I guess I'm just going to roll over and go back to sleep. What are you? How? Yeah. How does anybody do how? that? No, 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 no. How does anyone do that? Mm-hmm. But like, especially alone. What the actual fuck? No, 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 no. Uh, the next day since he, since he experienced it too, I told my husband about the weird sounds and voices I kept hearing coming from the staircase. Needless to say, he freaked the fuck out and told me when his mother had been pregnant. Ah, when his mother had been pregnant with him. She'd been going down those steps when two invisible hands had shoved her down the stairwell. Oh, fuck. The next night we were awoken by loud scratching at the window next to our bed like tree branches scraping Mm. against something, except there was no breeze and there was a rooftop with Mm. no plants, much less tree branches to scrape anything. I looked, this is great. I looked outside and in parentheses it says, I know, I know, in a movie I'd be the first to die. (laughs) (laughs) and saw nothing we went back to bed and we'd only lay down for about 15 minutes talking about the house when a cat started yowling outside the window like something out of the grudge we nearly had heart attacks I shot up to look outside the window again there was no cat no noise nothing around we weren't overlooking an alley or anything this was the rooftop of a three story house there was nothing to be seen anywhere I'm I'm willing to chalk the last one up to an actual live cat though because cats are assholes (laughs) the next morning oh bitch I forgot the ending of this the next morning the next morning the next morning things seemed to be happening My father-in-law was bustling around in the living room with a bunch of men, measuring things on the floor and pointing at things. My husband got really nervous again and hustled me out the door to do some delayed sightseeing, and he wouldn't answer any questions about what they were doing. Nothing to see Mm. here. Much, Mm. Much later in the day, he told me that his father, a feng shui practitioner, had been losing money in some ventures and thought his misfortune originated in the house. So he brought in other practitioners to diagnose the problem. And they found two bodies buried under the floor. Of course they did. (laughs) And then she doesn't show the bodies, but she shows pictures of the tiles having been pulled up (gasps) and the dirt underneath it. Oh my God. Maybe you can see the bodies. Can you see the bodies? No, I can't see it. Uh, Oh no, where'd it go? Oh fuck. Ah! Well, I cut and pasted it over here, so hang on. Oh, Samari. Okay. By the time we got Oh my god. By the yes. time we got back to the house, the bodies had been removed and disposed of properly with funeral rites to appease the ghosts. The bodies outdated the house. Centuries ago when the city was still being built, the river still overflowed its banks annually. These two were laborers who died in the flood and had been buried there next to the river. My memory of exactly what the reason was or how the practitioners even knew the manner of their deaths is spotty, as my husband to this day refuses to talk about it. Uh, And then as a side note, she says, I'm not supposed to have these photos. I'm told even possessing the photos can bring bad luck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. I got a good one for you. I'm ready. I know you are. Where where are we going? (laughs) Where are we going? Um, Barcelona. Where is it? Barcelona. All right. This is called, Then Why Were You Screaming? Oh, no! It's a story from Tara Babcock. When I was 18, I lived with my now ex-boyfriend in a basement apartment in a town in Wyoming. 
It was not a happy time in my life for various reasons. My boyfriend was abusive, I was pregnant with his child, but it also didn't help that the apartment was creepy as shit. Even for a basement apartment, it was unusually dark and cold all the time. (laughs) I've had a basement apartment, that is a fair assessment. Mm. As soon as we moved in, weird shit started happening. Scratching noises would seem to be coming from inside the walls. I attributed I attributed this to mice, but not a single trap that was set ever caught one. I would be doing dishes in the kitchen and I would hear an enormous crash from the living room. It would sound so much like the TV had fallen over, taking my boyfriend's ah. shelf of Star Wars memorabilia with it, that I would Ow. rush into the living room expecting to find a complete mess and not a thing would be out of place. Sometimes I would be coming down the narc uh, <laughs> I would be coming down the dark narrow hallway that connected the living room to the rest of the apartment and I would swear that I heard whispering coming from the bathroom at the end of the hall. Ooh. No! <laughs> I would often wake up in the middle of the night after hearing something like a camera shutter clicking right in my ear. As unsettling as these things were, they didn't really disturb or frighten me so much as annoy and puzzle me. When I started finding out the history of the apartment from the locals and I had some context to put them in, that's when it got scary. A few months after we had moved in, a guy from my hometown came to visit me. He was living in the same city at the time, attending the same college that my boyfriend was. He brought a friend with him who was local. I greeted the two of them outside the apartment and the friend introduced himself and said that he used to know a guy who lived in these apartments. When I invited them inside and we went down to the basement apartment, the friend got a really weird look on his face. This is the apartment that guy I knew lived in, he said. Have you had any problems here? Oh, 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 not the thing you want to hear. I asked him what he meant, and he told me that the guy he knew who had lived here had been a meth dealer and self-proclaimed Satanist who used to host weird group sex parties in the name of the Dark Lord or some shit. Ah! In any other town, this would seem far-fetched, but this town was and is a very strange place. (laughs) The friend said that the guy was now in prison for beating his girlfriend almost to death and pushing a TV on top of her. (gasps) Well, that's Oh, that's... Such a specific sound. Yep. Oh, yep. God. Yep. Yep. Mm, nope. Oh. I told my boyfriend, who hadn't taken me seriously up to that point, and he, being a non-practicing Catholic, decided that calling a Catholic priest over to come bless the place was the best solution. Bless this mess. <laughs> I was and am not religious in the slightest, but I didn't have any better ideas. So we called the <gasps> local parish and they sent an old priest over. He sprinkled. <gasps> can you some- just do that? Can you just fucking call? I'm sorry. Is Seriously. Can I just get an exorcism if I need? Like, can I just get someone to come bless? Not an exorcism. That's much more involved. Uh, can you just <laughs> do you hit somebody up on Fiverr? Like, how? <laughs> How do you get someone? Do they have to shake bird blood? Is it like Leviticus? This is what you're going to do in the after, my friend. This is your new job. (laughs) Yes. Blessings. Go on. So the priest came over. He sprinkled some holy water around, said a few prayers in Latin, and was gone. That sounds lazy. (laughs) Yes. Can you imagine, like, you just unwrap the fucking shrink wrap? (laughs) 
<laughs> la la la. <laughs> Father, son, holy ghost. <laughs> and also with you. <laughs> what, what's the thing and your friend wrote you. to you? Best tits? <laughs> Uh, blessed tits, blessed tits, blessed tits, blessed tits, and this this house is this house is clean. <laughs> Later uh, that night, we were invited to a small gathering at our neighbor's apartment. He lived in the apartment directly above us, and we had told him earlier in the day about the priest coming over to bless the place because of the spooky shit that was going on. <laughs> when we arrived at his apartment that evening, he asked us how it went. We shrugged and said, fine. Then why were you screaming? He asked me. <gasps> were you having devils cast out or something? My boyfriend and I exchanged puzzled looks. I told him I hadn't been screaming. Nobody had. The whole thing had been pretty uneventful. The neighbor swore up and down that he had heard a woman screaming coming from our apartment while the priest was there. He... <sighs> oh. He had thought it was me being exercised or something. What the fuck? I had... Oh, no. I had hoped that was the end of it, but it wasn't. Ah. Things actually started to get worse over the next few months. The weird noises came more frequently. The camera shutter sound woke me up every night instead of just once in a while. My boyfriend began experiencing the phenomena as well. Around this time, the fights we were having started to escalate, and my boyfriend became very violent. He had never been a nice guy, exactly, but I had never thought he would actually hit me with closed fists. But he did, and quite often. It was a very bad time. Early one morning, I woke up suddenly and saw that my boyfriend was still asleep in the bed next to me. I looked away to check the clock, and when I looked back, he was staring at the ceiling with his eyes wide open. (gasps) It startled me because I had never seen him wake up so suddenly. I said good morning and asked if he was okay. I spoke to it, he said. The thing that lives here, it told me I can't leave. It says it owns me now. Oh, no. No, no, no. Nope. I started to ask him what the hell he was talking about, but he immediately closed his eyes and went back to sleep. Fuck! Some... <laughs> Another and very important moment to not choose to go back to sleep. Oh, well, I mean, I have to assume that he was already kind of possessed and wasn't, like, actually, like, you know, he wasn't like, eh, what's up? That's uh, fine. You know, no, 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 no. He was not. Go on. Sorry. Um, yeah, but, yeah, but, like, you gotta be real exhausted. Anyway, go on. Uh One, somewhere deep down, I thought I knew what he was talking about, and that freaked me out even more. One night, a few weeks later, I was alone in the apartment. Boyfriend was out drinking with friends. I was watching Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, on the TV in the living room. (laughs) Excellent choices. I decided to go to the kitchen to get a drink. As, As I was walking down the long, dark hallway to the kitchen, I stopped dead in my tracks. I had heard something growl. At first, I thought it must have been the TV, but as I strained to hear, the noise coming from the TV in the living room was Jim Carrey doing one of his voices. Oh. Sure, it's Pet Detective. Yep, okay. (laughs) The growl came again, and it was coming from somewhere much closer and off to my right. I turned and saw a dark shape crouching in the hallway. 
I had <gasps> just I had just enough time to wonder if a stray dog had somehow gotten in when the thing stood up and rushed at me, snarling. I fucking freaked, bolted down the hallway, up the stairs, and out the front door. Oh, no. Oh, yes. The neighbor who lived above us wasn't at home, so I went up another flight of stairs and knocked on a different neighbor's door. The lady named Dawn, who lived at the apartment at the top floor, came to the door. I had not met her before this, but I immediately started babbling about the shadow thing in my apartment and begged her to come take a look. She and her significant other, who lived there with her, accompanied me downstairs. Oh, no, I have hiccups. How about call the cops? Oh, no, I have hiccups. Or call that... Fucking uh, priest back and get a refund, or or time travel to the after and call you. Yeah, exactly. Listen, why doesn't anybody just listen to me? I'm going to make the next Tiger King series about. Picture it, you doing house house clearance. It'll be called Ghost Hoarders. Ghost Hoarders. <laughs> gonna come home with me (laughs) i don't want that no you're gonna wear your pink neoprene gloves (laughs) your pink nitrile gloves oh yes of course i am oh my god and and part of the uh part of the (laughs) part of the credits over the green screen are you gonna are gonna be you snapping them on your hands while your yes while your eyebrow doesn't actually raise it just does what it normally does (laughs) Listen, that's marketable as fuck. I mean, this is gold, people. Come on. Uh, With our powers combined. (laughs) Oh, fuck. uh, This is a great day. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, uh, There was nothing to see and nothing out of place, but the hallway was ice cold. I felt stupid and crazy and embarrassed, but Dawn told me she believed me. You know, this apartment is messed up, she said. Lots of crazy shit has gone on down here. I told her I had already heard about the Satanist dude who tried to murder his girlfriend. Well, she laughed and said that was only one of the people that had lived there. Oh, no! Before that, a Mexican lady had lived there. She was a devout Catholic who did not speak a lot of English and had a life-size crucifix on the wall. Dawn had never seen anything like it outside of a church. And when she asked about it, the Mexican lady crossed herself and said it was to, quote unquote, keep the evil in the apartment at bay. And before that lady, the apartment had been rented by a photographer who used it as his dark room. He was busted for kitty porn. My blood froze as I remembered the weird camera shutter noises that would wake me up. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Dawn told me more about the history of the apartment and the people who had lived there, but I can't recall any of the other details, just that each person had either been terrified out of the place, been a terrible person, or met a terrible end. I moved out of the apartment and back in with my parents a few weeks later. Ugh. I might have stayed longer if not for the fact that my boyfriend had become so violent during one of our fights that he threatened to kill me and then himself. 
Whether it was him finally showing his true colors or the evil in the apartment working on him, I'll probably never know. But I know that my life and the life of my unborn child was in danger, so I got the fuck out of there and out of that relationship. That unborn child is 12 now. Abusive boyfriend is out of the picture and has been for over a decade. I am still very good friends with Dawn. Sometimes I I know, right? (laughs) It's like us. (laughs) Friendship through chaos. (laughs) Sometimes I still have dreams about that place, though. The dreams are always terrifying. And sometimes I wake up in the dark, totally convinced for a few moments that I am back in that apartment. Ah! <laughs> Separately, I'm really jonesing on ghost orders right now. <laughs> oh! <laughs> ghost orders. <laughs> ghost and orders. It's just gonna be like it's a montage of me, like <laughs> just like just like wrestling with a ghost that you can't see, <laughs> trying to shove it in a bag. <laughs> oh my god! throwing ghosts in a dumpster <laughs> yeah, yes a dumpster full of ghosts <laughs> oh my god that's uh, fucking delightful <laughs> oh it is bad enough to live in a basement apartment i have done it it is not great i have not done that it, it is i mean it can be not so bad i'm sure but like our place was always freezing ass cold, and um, I'll tell the I'll tell the story about that basement apartment some other time. It was um, a year of nightmares. Oh my god! Oh yes, yeah, please. it was. It was suck, but yeah, we'll come back to that. I'm satisfied. This is this was amazing. Will you tell me? Will you end with uh, the story of? Shauna and Emily in Staten Island? Yes. This is not a haunting story. <laughs> oh, it's not? Okay. <laughs> okay. So my friends, my besties, Shauna and Emily, used to live on Staten Island. And they had a roommate who I think he was like maybe a window dresser for Macy's or something. He was he was a display guy. And as such, he had like um, an incredible amount of Halloween shit that they would put outside the house every year. Um, like masses and masses of things. And it, that was always super fun for me because, um, you know, we don't get trick-or-treaters here. And I ha- I used to love Halloween when I was a kid. Um, but I, it's hard for me to kind of get into it as a grown-up, especially now that I'm doing burlesque because I'm like, I'm going to dress up and you're not going to pay me. I'm not into it. Yeah, so right, kinda... right. Absolutely. <laughs> so... Um, I they had this elaborate creepy clown um <gasps> set up outside of their place and all I remember there was um there was like a, a a beheaded clown that would like rock back and forth like it was coming at you and then its head I think was the head was in a cage and so like a light when you walk by it a light would light it up oh, and 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 the clown talked like this <laughs> Oh, the only one, no. the only thing I can really remember that it was <laughs> said was, "Oh, when you were born, the doctor slapped everybody." Woo! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> but 
so when yeah, so when you and I were doing those voices earlier, I was like, "That's oh yeah." Ooh. That reminds Whoa. me of the scene in It where Pennywise is on the banister in the library over oh. rest in peace Harry Anderson, and he's got the grog already. He's like, huh, "Is your refrigerator running? Well, you better go and get it." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking funny oh, and Harry Anderson is screaming at the librarian and the balloon pops <sighs> blood all over his face and the butt yeah the balloon blood that was mm. the best Harry Anderson oh that guy mm. beep beep Richie. I loved him listen that was great that gave me so many things that I needed you there? <laughs> yeah yeah no I was just uh, I was just reflecting <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, listeners at home, I hope I hope that you're you're reflecting also. Yes, we do. There's oh, a lot man, to think about. We, we gave you guys some real it's been real a journey noggin today. scratchers today. <laughs> I mean, some if puzzles. it ain't haunted meth apartments, it's Jared Leto. Or whatever right. the fuck a Win Dixie is. <laughs> I don't know. Do you know? Oh, oh. No, I'm gonna save another time. You're a tease. That's me. <laughs> okay, wait. All right. So, so th- speaking of weird, weird grocery stores. Yes. Something that I didn't know was only local. And what's up, friends from home? I'm gonna talk about my favorite place on the planet, Lane Co. <laughs> Lane Co. Lane Co. Lane Co. was a weird hybrid grocery store, department store, video rental store. <laughs> oh yeah, I like this place. And um, and Lane Co. had everything, but it was all, it was um it was a very small franchise. It was just owned by some guy who lived in Easton. And he had just a small handful of stores. They were just in Phillipsburg and Lehigh Valley. Uh, but Lane Co., like, you could go grocery shopping and you could go buy a pair of pants. And if hey. you wanted to, you could go rent some B-horror movies. And all Yay. of that was there and real. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Lane Co. was the shit. And they closed in, like, 2000 and my mom was pissed because uh it was looking like the only other option was to go to ShopRite and she had been avoiding ShopRite for like 20 years oh man (laughs) uh what's your mom's beef with ShopRite um that everybody goes there oh fair (laughs) enough no my she just didn't want to be around that many people right yep but then they opened a stop and shop. However, the Lane Co. sat for years untouched. I mean, huh. years. Huh. It was just this old, sad, empty Lane Co. building. Oh, like, those empty buildings are freaky. Oh, man. I I should have trespassed in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bye, Lane Co. We hardly knew ye. Man, it's so much harder to trespass nowadays. It is the worst. Come on. I just want I'm a, I just want my kicks. I'm gonna write my congressman. I feel like that is, is definitely the thing I should start uh I should start. Fuck is this nanny state, yeah. <laughs> That's the hill I'm gonna die on right now. 
Let's talk about the important shit. That's it. Uh, you're a dream. I love you so I love you. Oh, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you, too. Hey, guys, uh, hang in there. Oh, my God. For real. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>